The Shop, a moto podcast. Have a motorcycle, ATV, or side-by-side that needs service? Need a shop that has parts in stock? Cycle Service Plus has you covered. Cycle Service Plus has been in business for 33 years and is the longest-running shop in the Jackson metro area. From same-day tire and oil changes to complete engine rebuilds, Cycle Service Plus has you covered. Call them today at 601-939-5077. I've been to many big-name schools, and the funnest and most helpful school I've been to is Jake Riley MX School. He turned good technique into a habit that I use every day. The coaching of Jake never turns off. Every time we ride, he gives me tips and advice to be more in control, which makes me go faster. If you're looking for an affordable school, don't look any further than Jake Lowry MX School. Looking for a new KTM Husqvarna or Beta? Maybe you just need some parts and accessories or even service. Graham KTM has the largest selection of off-road motorcycles in the Mid-South. Owned and operated by motorcycle enthusiasts, Graham KTM is the shop to go to. With over 100 bikes in stock, Graham Graham KTM is sure to have the bike for you. Check out the current inventory at GrahamKTM.com or stop by and take a look around the showroom in Senatobia, Mississippi. What's up, guys? We're back with the shop. Um, so it's been what two weeks? Yeah. Two no, weeks. not not as not as terribly long as uh, last time. So I had some plans this time, and uh, I I got to give a little shout out to a guy that tried to help me. So um, I had some friends that are mutual friends with Darkside, and uh, they reached out to him, and uh, he was kind enough to. Uh, talk to me try to help me out with the mixer deal and we thought we had it fixed and even lined up uh one of my buddies that super uh like yeah that guy um schmashmiri or something like that and uh this thing just is not it, it will not record loud enough through the phone for whatever reason so grayson has been gracious enough that he is going to spend however much money it costs to buy us a different mixer so we can um have some, you know, yes. guests and uh, do different things so we can kind of up the game a little bit. And uh, I had, uh, we're, we're going to, you know, we're going to up the game, try and do them a little more consistent, uh, professional. more professional, uh, have some, you know, once we have guests, I really feel like that's going to help out a lot. And uh, we designed a new logo, um, which uh, if you follow us on uh, Facebook or Instagram, you've seen the logo. So it's pretty cool. Um, and uh, 
we're going to start probably getting some merch going. I had to simmer the wife down earlier. She was about to order $400 worth of shirts. And I'm like, hold on, hold on. Like we, we have to make sure like that we even have customers for these shirts. And so she's like, if we wear them at the track, people will buy them. I'm like simmer down. Let's just, let's, let's wait. I'm glad she's excited about it, but yeah, you'd rather, you'd rather simmer her down than try to get her going, you know? Yeah. We're about to go race two weeks in a row. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the last time that's happened. That's been a while. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, let's, uh, let's get into this thing. So, um, let's get into some talk since last time amateur wise, um, and, and like local wise. So, uh, since the last time we were on, we've had, what did we, I don't think I was going, oh, we've had snow. Oh, yeah, had a lot that, of snow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had a lot, we had a lot of snow and freezing cold weather. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so, and we've had a lot of rain since then. So not much riding up here unless you're doing indoor. So last weekend, I know they had the uh, Mid-South at, in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and then they had the Hoosier in Tunica. I didn't go uh, Hoosier, even though I, I did have a, hey, Jake, come and ride the Hoosier deal, and I'll pay, I'll comp your pro entry fee because I need pro riders. Well, sorry, Jay, it's a little much money for you know, three kids that I'm having to pay for to go race too. I, it's not for me. If it was for me, I'd have, you know, I'd have been there Friday, Saturday night, you know, I would have, you know, made a little bit of money, whatever. And it was awesome. Great gesture to, you know, won't get me to try and come out, but I just, you know, if my kids can't race, um, then I, I'm not real up on going anymore. Mm-hmm. And and it's not that they couldn't race, but I can't spend $400 to race arena cross. I just, I, it's a little absurd to me. So it doesn't make sense when you have like that many. When you're paying that much, doesn't really make sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, but anyway, um, so that that was that that went on. Uh, we had a lot of customers go there. I know the Pedagos are there. Uh, Little was there. Brady Little, Sutton Baldwin, um, you know, and they all kind of did their normal thing. Uh, Mackenzie was there. She crashed. Um, not sure what was going on there. Um, and then uh, Ryan Clark's kids were there. You know, he called me. They, one of them won some one one mode one race. Um, there were some faster kids from other areas that follow that series. That it uh it challenged some of the local kids here. So I think that was pretty good for them to go. And if they're you know super into doing the arena cross thing, I you know mine don't want to do it. So that's okay. I'm not you know. Let's go outside. Yeah. It's, it was weather to go outside, honestly. Uh, and Grayson, Grayson has something. Grayson went to Golden Pine this weekend. Let's let's hear Grayson's um, expert analysis on GP. It was good. I mean, it was it. The track hasn't changed one at all since I've been eight years ago, which is fine. I mean, the people didn't want changes. The people were nice. From Washington, I think I think his name's John. Jim. Jim. Jim Anderson. Jim. Yeah. So that was good. He was nice. Uh, I talked to him. His wife was nice and went and looked in their shop, I think you'd want to call it. So that they had way as much stuff as they had, it was a lot. It was it made us look like we were just in like puny shop, but they had a lot of stuff to sell and I think my dad bought a shirt and I didn't really buy much and then Truck was good. Didn't have any rush, which I mean, sucks. But I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. And but he had, I don't see why he did, he had the equipment to like plow it, just like go deep with it, and he didn't. I don't understand. Yeah, that's. I mean, we talked about this already, and that's like just like the epidemic of Louisiana and Mississippi moto. Like, oh, we're just gonna let it. We're not gonna plow it deep because we don't want ruts and want it rough. And I'm like. That's the opposite. Like you, you want this guy that has it's in absolute no control on his 450 to be able to get in fourth gear. No, you don't want that yeah. because if he crashes, it's gonna be bad. And I like that's that's my thing is people have the they have like a opposite um like an opposite idea of how it really is. The slower the speed, the the more technical the track, the slower the speeds. The slower the speeds, yet you might have more crashes because it's technical. But their slow speed, easy crashes, people don't really get hurt. Whereas it's wide open fast, dude hits the ground, it hurts. It's gonna hurt. See, yeah. they get it in Texas because there's some guys that complain about Swan in Texas because it's fast. Yeah. And sometimes in the past, and even Trey might not 
this get quite deep enough, doesn't get quite as rough as the other Texas tracks. And guys get hurt. There's been guys get hurt there. They complain about like, man, it's a super speedway. Like, you don't, you know, but here it's just like, oh, we're going to just, you know, be a super speedway. And I'm like, like, come on now. Like, I, I just, and for the future of the kids, which is what I always talk about, future of the sport, future of our kids coming up, it needs to be rough. It needs to be rutted. That's what they need to be riding. And it needs to be the normal. That needs to be the normal. And uh, it's like if you live in Michigan, it's normal to ride in the mud. So when a guy from Mississippi comes to a regional up there, he gets smoked by locals because they know how to ride in the mud. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't. Yeah. So you need to be able to like. It's his, it's his squirrel from Mississippi. Yes, he very, very much, very much, very much a squirrel. Yes. Yeah. When you when you get the whole shot and then just crash in front of everybody, you're pretty much a goon. Yeah. So they sent you back down here with nothing. But yeah, the track. So that was the one like thing I, I had the picky I had to do with the track. Then I realized like. What about the kickers? Okay. I mean. I don't mean to hate. I just, you know, I'm I, not hating. I, I mean, you know. you're, you're hating. So no, I just, I, it, the faces I, I, on the jumps, like, so I, if anybody's listening down that, that rides down there, like when slow guys like go to jump, like your first time on a bike, you go to, you're trying to jump, you roll up to the, to, to you're off the gas at the, at the bottom of the face and yeah. you get on the gas at the last at, minute at the, at the yeah. last second on the face. And it, and it gets these kickers and heat and there's some jumps that had these kickers that you had to like, I had to learn how to ride with the kickers in. And like you had like on each, not each jump, but like these couple of jumps, you had like six inches of where there it was a good phase. You had like ride on those six inches. And it was, it was sketchy if you kind of like got off. But I mean, I, it was, yeah. So think if you're the, a little bit lesser skilled guy than you and you don't know that yeah. and you just, you're just steady on the gas and you hit it and hit these kickers and stuff. I just, you know, there's ways around I, that. I think the the crowd they get, it was either like you're my speed or like you're not jumping anything. There really wasn't anybody, you know, that that between between margin of like my experience and then just like you're not jumping anything. So I think that's why they've been. Yeah, and I mean that. Yeah, and they do get they do get a lot of um, lesser skilled riders. I would say right now, just because I mean that's the rider base pretty much, but. Yeah. Um, Instead of uh, just the way I see it, when that's kind of your rider base. Um, okay, so if that's the majority of your rider base, then there's no need for a show jump, correct? Yeah. Okay, so you cut out things like that and you make the on the ground part technical. And because that increases, that helps these guys increase their skill faster. You take a kid and let him ride at, say, MTF, Matt Walker's, GPF, any of those places for a year. No, like, one-on-one training with anybody. Just ride there. He's going to get better. Yeah. Take a kid that rides in his backyard. It's flat, and he has little roller jumps. He rides for a year. Who ends up faster at the end of the year? Yeah. The kid that rides the really rough, rutted, hard track. So, exactly. His his level of learning is just unbelievable each day. So – that that's how you make your riders better. You think that say like areas like um, Michigan and North Indiana or Florida. Um, so up in the Northeast, um, do you think that it's just those guys are born and they're just like, Oh wow. There's all these guys that are fast. They were just born fast. Or do you think the area produces that level of rider. Exactly. I mean, it says none of this is rocket science. It's all just common sense because of the way they do the tracks and the way that when you just, when you start moto there, it's just, this is the way it is. Mm-hmm. It's you know, like the Mandalorian says, this is the way it's just, <laughs> uh, Oh yeah. I, I, you are one of those. It's never watched star Wars. So for all our listeners out there, Grace has never seen star Wars and he doesn't believe in dinosaurs. All right. So back on them, <laughs> back <laughs> That's a cool, this is that, that's an off-topic episode we'll have to get into because my <laughs> theories are my theory I make sense. Okay, why. his tinfoil hat is is it's blinding you right now. So that's back on the moto thing. So, um, but in these areas they've got they're doing the right things to build this, and they have been for years. Mm-hmm. And here we've never built you know 
I mean, it's just, I guess back when I, you know, had my, when I was trying to do it full time, that was probably the most that you had ever had pro riders come out of Mississippi. There was five of us at one time, like, but before, after it's never been ever. And, you know, I just, I feel like that you have to try to produce riders in your area to, to be able to produce. Right. And to me, the way I look at it from like a business standpoint and also from a like growing moto standpoint, if people, if you have fast people in your area, well, people are kind of intrigued to that. Hey, like we want to be in this area. We want to live there. You get guys moving here. You get guys coming to race here. The more people you have coming here to race, the more maybe local people want to get into it or stay in it. Mm-hmm. So it builds your moto community because of you creating a faster rider base. And it, it's a thing that at the beginning, yeah, there's probably going to be people that don't like it and get, you know, but people just have to understand. It has to be told, like, we're not doing this to discourage you. We're doing this to help you. Mm-hmm. You know, people come to me all the time for advice on, you know, hey, my kid, you know, this or that, I, what do I need to do? And I'm, you know, I want to help and reach out to everybody like we, this is what we need to do. So, but I don't feel like if the track owners and everybody doesn't get on the same page and it's not big jumps, it's not, you know, it's, it's not, you know, what I always call the glitz and the glamour stuff. It's not that, that's not what's going to make people faster in our area. It's the, you know, a rutted, you know, it's eight ruts in a corner where there's no smooth line. It's just a rough rutted line and you got to know how to do it. Um, that that's what we need that that's what we need so i don't hate on like i want every track that we have to be successful because that's more more riders makes that's more people to come to my schools that's more people to come to Graham ktm that's more people to listen to this podcast i'm all i'm all in moto have been my whole life so people that don't get the wrong like impression that i'm not hating on anybody i just i i feel like there's and it's not just really my opinion or my thought of how it works. It's like this is working in other areas and it has been for a long time. Like we should like look at how other pe- other areas are doing it and we need to like mimic that. Mm-hmm. Let's mimic what they're doing. Why, why are they producing more riders? Why do they have more riders there? I mean, I've had people around here that are like, man, I'm, I'm thinking about moving to Georgia. I'm thinking about moving to Texas and because of their for their kid riding. And it's like, no. Let's all stay here and let's build it here. Yeah. And there's no reason we can't build it here. Yeah. But it takes it takes work. It takes it takes a lot of outside the box thinking, um, and it, it takes everybody being on the same page and understanding that it's not going to happen overnight. Yeah, it's going to take years. Yeah. So I mean, you know. But anyway, um, off my soapbox. <laughs> yeah. So Golden Point was good. I mean, I just it was good to be on the bike. I put a, a bunch of laps in and. And remind myself how much I suck in the sand because it did have some sand. Though. Oh, it, it's sand. Yeah. I mean, the bottoms are sandy. That's mm-hmm. one. So like one good thing, like, and, you know, I've been going there for longer than anybody because I went there before it was a, any kind of racetrack. When Randy first opened it, I remember the layout was not even anywhere the same. And, uh, you know, that place started out, I've even got pictures where there was some ruts on top of the hill that was a darker dirt. None of that, that's gone. It all looks like a red sandy dirt. And it's because they brought sand up from the bottoms for so long. I think that's the wrong way to do it. I think if the top is more of a harder based loamy dirt that gets rough, that gets ruts, hard ruts in it, you leave that. And then when you go down in the bottom and you have to go in, so you go from a different type of dirt to a sand that's extremely hard to have to change your riding style and you're constantly doing it back and forth throughout the track. Very technical. And I feel like, but that was done a long time ago with how they were bringing the sand up. Um, so I mean, I would do the place totally different if it was, if I was in control of it, uh, Mm -hmm. it would just be, um, and the people that own it now, you know, they don't know what the past of it was. They have, I mean, they they showed up and it's, it is what it is, you know? And, uh, I applaud them for trying like they are and sticking with it um, because, I mean, I would think that that's not a cheap investment. Yeah, but it was it was good. I liked it. it was, I haven't been there a long time, and 
Uh, the facilities were really nice. Everything was like, even though it's winter, but like everything was cut nice, like weeded around, and he had some nice equipment. He had a, a, a good water truck and stuff, and the, the bathrooms were nice. He, I don't, there wasn't like a, I think, I don't think the bathrooms were working just because of the, the froze, they, I think they had a bunch of pipes bust. Yeah, yeah. The freeze. And, but then they had like a pressure washer and a bike wash area for people to use, and I'm like, that's, they yeah, want. yeah. I mean, all that stuff was there when you know when Randy the the bathrooms and stuff and the uh, area to wash a bike and all that. Yeah. But I know they built the building and, and I mean it has facilities. You can tell they're putting more money in, and that's you know that's a, one thing people always ask for in a track is you know facilities, different things yeah. uh, to see that the money's going back into the track. You know, yeah. and that's that's you know I like to see all that. But like I told you at at work today, when people get all excited about you know their little you know the prizes or the you know from a year-end series or the little things that you know that you get from going to these races and it's probably because i've been i've thrown my leg over a dirt bike for 30 years and you know i've accumulated trophies to where when i was even when i was in the b class on first getting on big bikes like if it was a new track i got my trophy if it was first i got my trophy if it wasn't i didn't go get it because it was going to get stacked up in a stack of endless trophies that was just you know yeah, I'm looking, and I'm right now. those are those are the boys' trophies, and they don't even think anything about them anymore. They're just they're they're sitting over there, and they you know walk by, the they walk by and accidentally kick that shelf, and one falls off and breaks, and they're just like, hmm, and they kick it to the side, and it's like, but my it's like a fairy when he has his uh, winning Unadilla trophy holding up his shed door. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well I at least have my Loretta's trophy in front of us, <laughs> so. But no, like, you know, I've, I've kept my pro cards and, you know, all my Loretta's bibs and like memorabilia stuff like that. But I, I just I feel like everybody's got all this emphasis on, oh, what prize are we going to win? What, you know, this or that or whatever. I'm like, I don't care about all that. I want to I want the track. I want to know the guys putting money back in the track and I want the track to be the best the track can be because I paid and I traveled to go ride my dirt bike on a really good track. I didn't. I didn't drive here to hope my kid wins a trophy. And I, if you get mad, I mean, I'm just you know, you do the sport to enjoy it, to ride it, and have fun enjoying a dirt bike, not not to win a trophy. Yeah, and I just I feel like if we all get back to the mentality of let's just ride and have fun and do what's going to make us better riders, make our kids better riders, make our community better, that's what we do. Like you know, and uh. That's just, that's my take on it. If I ever have a track of my own and we, you know, then we do something, you know, I would, and I, I would rather give gift cards to guys than a trophy. At least they can take the gift card and put some gas in their truck to make it home. You know, yeah. I, I don't know if Mitch, uh, Mitch Williams listens to this, but I bet Mitch would be on board for that gift card instead of the yeah. kid's trophy. You know, anybody that, you know, is helping their kid try to do this and it gets expensive. Like if you can get, if the track gave you say your kid wins and instead of three trophies he gets a $25 gift card for each class he gets 75 bucks dude that just well, okay, pay- well, well, well. they're not putting $25 in those trophies they're putting maybe $5 in those trophies nah, yeah I mean I don't know how much they, you know but you get dude it's and tracks they, they really slack on this too I think but and, and maybe they don't maybe they just pocket it but you know it's not that hard to go to your local dealership and say, Hey man, I've got this event going on. Do you want to sponsor it? Because I got a boss that he, I mean, he's like, if it's local and you come ask him and, and it's, you know, he gets some advertisement out of it and he's supporting the sport. He'll, he'll gladly, oh, yeah. he will gladly sponsor your event, mm-hmm. but it's, it's gotta be worth it for him. You know, you gotta promote, you gotta, and I feel like if guys went and they actually asked or if they reached out to, Hey, um, let me call the dealership and get this guy. Hey, man, um, I know you are helping me, but we need some more. Like, do you know anybody at Fly? Do you know anybody at uh, with Thor, Parts Unlimited? Do you like any of these guys? Because you know you can reach out to the reps, and they can do a lot more than people think. Well, um, the like Redlands Trail Ride and and like the Seven Springs, they they're good about that. Like with the banquet. Well, yeah, those guys, but those guys reach out. Like, yeah, so they'll reach out and be like, hey. We're going to put your banners everywhere. Can you just give us some, just whatever, whatever you have laying around that you really don't, you're not going to. Okay. So out of, out of all the, out of all the time that I've been at at Graham KTM. So, um, four years, the only people that ever asked Donnie 
for any kind of sponsorship on events, arena cross and woods riding. Mm-hmm. And I did have Colton Keller from Dirty Deeds when they had that Mississippi motocross series. He did ask me about, you know, about doing a little bit. But other than that, I mean, it's like, I, I don't, I, you know, reach out and ask, you know, because you never know. And uh, try, you, you know, you you have to promote to be able to get stuff, to be able to give back. And, uh, you know, give give back to give back to the guys, you know, stuff more than just, you know, I don't know. I just don't get I, I want I, I, even that I still if the guy if he has a choice, either I can spend my time promoting or I can spend my time doing the track. I want him to do the track because it in the at the end of the day, we're going there to ride our dirt bike. Yeah. So I want that experience to be that. That's like the that's what we want to be good because that's you know that's your experience. Yeah. Okay, back to the golden hands. You keep interrupting my my cool story. So I'm riding Saturday. I I was like one of the fastest one of the fastest dudes there. Not not bragging or anything except this 125. There was only PW50s there that day. <laughs> Except this 125 and this 85 just, like, blew by me like I was sitting still in the rollers. I mean, it scared me how fast they were going. Just like, I'm like, Jesus Christ, chill out. Like, I'm just a little old bed guy trying to put my laps in. And, like, just throw College boy at at the most. (laughs) And uh, so Saturday, it was was pretty good. And then Sunday, I guess some some faster guys show up and – uh, yeah, we uh, one of our listeners. Yeah, our fa- our, well, I, I guess he'd be yeah. one of our fastest listeners. Yeah, John Moeller. John Moeller. I mean, I, I hopefully saw, he listens to this episode. Yeah, and I saw him just like blow by me, like like I expected, and I saw on the Yamaha. I, I didn't know if it was his brother or what at the time. Uh, passed me again with Moeller. I'm like, which one listens? I was like, I, I don't remember which one is like in our fantasy group and all that. Yeah, so John. yeah, John's the one that li- that listens in the fantasy group, and it would be great if Garrett Uncle Squirrel listened. I don't know if he does, but it'd be awesome. Yeah, and then I had to, I kind of had to set him straight because I was over there washing my bikes, and he was over there, and he's like, "Oh, nice gas gas." I'm like, "Yeah, thanks. You want one? I'll sell you one." He's like, "Oh, you sell them? Like, where you work?" I'm like, uh, "Grand KTM up in Centopia." He's like, "Oh, you work for Jake?" And I go, "No, no, 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 no. I work. If anything, I work for Donnie." And Jake works for me. I don't, this isn't at work. Jake works for me. But like on the podcast, obviously I work for you. <laughs> but at work, I call the shots around that. You know Jake what? Jake doesn't work. I don't work for Jake, people. Jake works for me. You know what? Yeah. Today, 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 I turned, I probably turned more wrenches than you today. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, I put the bottom end of that 250F together. I mean, but I put like three bikes together. So what, are we, what, are we, what are we comparing turning wrenches? Well, I did something that was a lot more. That was a lot more difficult. Hey, putting foot pegs on bikes are hard. Yeah, harder than putting a transmission <laughs> in here. <laughs> yeah, but I saw saw Moeller, and I, I don't I didn't talk to him. I talked to the his cousin or his uncle, whatever. Uncle, uncle, and uh, and I talked to another, and I talked to Adam Black, and uh. He's talking about what you're talking about. What what shock do you have on on this one? Air shock, just like coops. <laughs> what spring? It's a factory. What spring? Uh, it's one softer than whatever stock was. Okay, because he was having problems with his. He had stock spring, and he said he couldn't find a stip, a softer one. And I'm like, you him? No, and- yeah, I got the. I went one softer. Yeah, okay, I didn't know. I would tell him because he listens, but uh, yeah, he was having trouble. And I talked to him a little bit. And we talked about qualifiers. Mitch was there. Talk, Mitch hung out with us. That was pretty much a, everybody I knew. I didn't really know a lot of people down there. It was not my, I wasn't in my territory. Yeah, my old stomping grounds. Yeah, everybody was like, oh, Jake Lowry. I mean, no, probably not. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no one. Did. All right, so that that's the local scene. So let's uh, let's talk about what's coming up. So if you're into the arena cross deal and you're still doing mid south. Final round is in Philadelphia again. Um, so I know some people are going to wrap up their championships and, you know, or, or just finish the series because that's what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, meaning me and Grayson and the family, the kids and the wife, and the wife is actually going, we're going to Pine Bluff. So um, we're going, it's just a Saturday race, but 
Uh, that's fine. My wife has to work Sunday. Works out for me. So I'm going to go over there Friday night, camp. So anybody that's listening that hasn't decided on where they're going, come to Pine Bluff and hang out. Yeah. Let's let's make it a good race. I know uh, Mitch is going to bring Eli. Um, so I reached out to Pedigo. I don't know if they're coming. It'd be nice. Um, Baldwin, Little. Um, Marlon had Marlon and them just moved. So uh, they are moving all weekend. They're, oh. they're yeah, they're unpacking and moving. He said the wife probably wouldn't. He's like, I, I mean, I'll go, but <laughs> the wife might not like it. So I think they're having to lay low this weekend. Um, I'm not sure about Baldwin. Um, I, I haven't. I I, t- I talked to him, but I don't. I don't remember if he said anything about where he was going. Um, but yeah. So um, if anybody uh, is looking for somewhere to go, uh, PBMX this weekend. Good. Yep, and uh, big news for uh, my little guy, Styles. So I haven't told anybody but um, family. I told my dad, told you know my in-laws and Donnie and Grace and everybody at the shop. So I just got word a couple of days ago. Styles got accepted into KTM Challenge at Dallas One. So anybody coming to Dallas, come. Uh, well, I don't know how. Luckily, Texas is wide open now, but I don't know. There's a lot of stipulations and stuff on the on all of the uh, paperwork about, you know, coming in and out of the pits. But the pits are going to be open at some point. So if you can come by the KTM Junior Pit, me and Styles will be there, you know, doing our thing. You're going to interview Q. I mean, I can take the phone around and, yeah, you know. Interview him. Yeah, we'll need some content. I mean, I don't really know Coop, but you know. I'll tell him. I'll, no, don't worry. I'll text him and tell him. Oh, okay. I'll okay. Tell him you're okay. coming for the shop. I mean, I, I can maybe hit up some privateers. So. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. When in Houston, a couple years ago when I did it, it was so hectic I couldn't do hardly anything. I barely got to even eat. It was, How was it hectic? Because like you're. They not, I thought that, and when I think about it, I'm like. The mechanics do everything. You don't have to do anything. No, because like the, they're always little thing. They're they're always talking to the kids and talking to the parents. And then there's like uh, when I would get time, like there'd be somebody I knew and they're talking to me. And then I'd go on the next door, somebody I knew and they're talking to me. And it's just like so you're like constant because when you first get there, they're fitting the kids with gear, they're getting all that stuff ready. Then next thing you know, they're like, all right, we got to go to the track walk and you got to go. And which I don't think they're having track walk. It'll be mm-hmm. just like track viewing, but. Yeah. Still, we'll have to go in the stadium, look at the track or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, well, you know, come back. And uh, then, you know, they'll talk to them more or whatever. And then, you know, they start getting ready for practice. And then they, you know, go up there and they have to kind of wait in the stadium until it's time for them to practice. And then they'll go back and they'll, you know. So, I mean, it's just you're just constant the whole time. And the little bit of downtime I did have, it's like, like I said, I'm always running into somebody that that I know. And, you know, we're talking, hanging out, just, you know, catching up with people. And, uh, you do talk a lot, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pro- probably. You talk too, too much. Probably. Especially, yeah, don't worry, you do. So then maybe a little bit, you just need to tone it down a little bit. Lay low a little bit. I mean, if I see my buddies that I haven't seen in forever, I mean, I want to hang out and see them and spend time and, yeah, you know. exchange for what house, family, good, yeah, good, yeah, all right, I'll go. No, that's not, that's not like hanging out and seeing your buddies. We need interviews. We need to get a couple of Twisted Tees together with them or something. Oh, I'm a, that's what I'm, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go to Seven Deuce Deuce and I'm gonna bring Teddy with me no, since him and Teddy are. He might be there though. Okay, well you know what, Teddy's probably in since him and Seven Deuce Deuce are buddies. He, he probably has some kind of in at at uh, the Twisted T Rig. I'll go over there and I'll interview Anstey, interview Hartraff, and I'll get some Twisted Tees with him. Why he's been not good lately. Yeah, and throwing my fantasy just for a while. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to make the guy mad. I don't, you know, I don't know him, so I don't... <laughs> yeah, he, he would stand over. He's, what, like 6'4", so he would, he would beat down pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah possibly. Yeah. yeah be, I, I think I think his... Uh, I don't know that they're married. They're just girlfriend, whatever. But, uh... So she was friends with like Matthew Weekly's little sister. So I think she used to do some, like come to some local races here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. I'm friends with her. On, yeah, I'm friends with her on Facebook, and I've been friends with her for a long time before they were dating and all. So um, somehow, somehow, like she has to be my friend on Facebook. So I don't know if it was, but I'm I'm a hundred percent that she's friends with with Weekly's little sister with Haley. So, mm-hmm. but anyway. Um, 
So that's uh, all of our amateur talk, I think, huh? Yeah, pretty much. All right. So did two races happen, both Orlando's or just the one? First no, it was both. No, of them. both of them. Yeah. But the first Orlando wasn't. The first Orlando was just uh, Craig crashing, breaking a hand, oh, yeah. ma- manning up, and uh, getting third, saving okay. saving his points. And you gotta remind me that turn took out hurt a bunch of people. <laughs> took out uh, Amar and Craig. Yeah, but see, I saw Amar trek. It was totally different. Yeah. I saw so Craig, Craig, like. It's like he cross-rutted off the face of that triple, and it like it like snatched him over, and he he went way left, and he landed like all the way to the left, like almost hitting the tough blocks. Yeah. And when he did that, it like it like kicked him weird, and he started swapping into those things, and he was crashing. Like as soon as he hit that first roller, he was already crashing. I mean, it was yeah. swapping so bad, there was no way he was going to save it. Mm-hmm. And it just he landed so awkward and weird. You know, I think maybe he put his hand out or something, and that's what that's what got it. He's had, a couple, he's had a long time. Yeah, and then uh, Amarts was weird too, dude. He looked like perfectly straight, and, just and it's like just like his front out. wheel, like he was like hard on the front brake, and it just like locked and just yeah. endowed him into the into the uh, berm. Yeah, and then as soon as he hit the berm, he ragged all just completely. Oh yeah, because he was out, dude. Yeah, but I'm he, like, he how did how did that happen? I don't know. It was I don't really know. I don't know. Maybe he was on the front brake and just you know like it's for a pro level rider like that. that that you know, you're taught to use the front brake. You're hard on the front brake. He was probably on the, you know, holding, had his finger up there on the brake, you know, mm-hmm. squeezing because he he knows he's got to have it when he's landing going into the corner. But if it kicked and he was like all his weight on the full on the front, oh, yeah, you know, and then and then when it when the front wheel did touch the ground, it was probably just like locked. it just locked and it was just like instant yeah. over. So that was gnarly. Yeah, it was hard to see in the video because you know, so it was behind it and from the stands. But yeah, um, yeah it kind of sucked to see both Martins go down. Um, yeah. I hate that for J Mart. You put all that work in and you get landed on in the heat and you're you're out. Oh, and, he got landed on the main. Oh yeah, it was the main. You're right because it was they they red flagged yeah, it. But, yeah, but yeah. So I mean, you know, so I guess we can start with that. Like you know, the 250 class, like it's deep. <laughs> it was really deep. Which I had said that before. I was like, man, this is like. There's a lot of lot of pretty good dudes in this class. Like, there's gonna be some pretty decent dudes not make the main, mm-hmm. which is for sure what happened. There was yeah. some decent dudes that not didn't make the main. Jordan Bailey didn't make the main. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, and it was it was wild. There's a lot of crashes. <laughs> it was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, but it was God it was wild. And uh, your boy so. <laughs> Grayson is a massive Jordan Smith fan. Oh my god! And he so so he texts me and is like, <laughs> he was screaming through the phone. <laughs> he was pretty angry when Jordan Smith crashed and went down, and it wasn't because he's a Jordan Smith fan. It was because Jordan Smith just every year oh, just every I, year. I, and and I don't know is it you know is it a mental deal is it um a technique deal where he's going that fast his techniques can't handle it i mean it's there's there's something that um you know they they've got to figure out man because he's going to lose his rides because people aren't going to have faith that that he can you know he should lose his rides. ah come on grayson no look i'm gonna this is how loving of 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 pro motocrosses i am they should all have a ride except jordan Oh my goodness, Jordan Smith! If you ever hear this episode any kind of way, I apologize for Grayson. He's raced in Mississippi before, by the way. He probably crashed. Didn't he? No, he won. He, yeah, I thought he it was it was at a some point he crashed. It was a Ponca qualifier at Thunder Ridge, RIP Thunder Ridge. If anybody remembers that old track, and uh, he came down from North Carolina and raced, and uh, he was fast. He was on eighty five, and it was pretty quick. Right. I talked to him some. He was a cool kid, a nice kid, you know. But he was, I mean, he was young then, so a lot of stuff changes. And Yeah. But, yeah, anyway, back to the 250 main. <laughs> so you had messaged. We, we had talked mm, several weeks before uh, West Coast started. And you sent me, I think it was on Instagram, you sent me, like, a post from 
uh, Cooper, Justin Cooper. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he had been hurt. Yeah, and and I was like, oh, man, he's going to be slow coming in. Like, I see he, he will win races. I, I even told you this. He's going to be slow coming in yeah. to get started, and he'll win races at the end of the year. Like, but he's going to be, dude, did he definitely prove me wrong? Yeah. He, he came I, out both time, both before the red flag and after the red flag. Dude, he's going to – it's going to be hard for somebody to beat him for this title. Yeah. Very hard. Especially the two people that are chasing him, March Banks and McAdoo. The reason that I'm going to say Jacob wins it, and the reasons are because the other two are just lack of an experience. Yeah, so. With being up front, and even if, so say McAdoo this week, Wednesday, Tuna, Jesse Cooper, something happened, McAdoo's a red plate. I mean. Yeah, he's never had that pressure. Yeah, the red plate's heavy. Yeah. So I think that's why I think Jacob's gonna get it. I think if, if I'm if if I'm Mitch and I'm McAdoo and I'm I'm in his camp, I'm like, look, dude, let's let's consistent podium all year. Let's not do anything stupid. Let's ride within our wheelhouse because I feel like that kid his gains each year. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. everybody doesn't make those kind of gains each year. So I feel like you know they need to keep him grounded and mm-hmm. like get what's coming to you. Get what your speed's gonna get you. You know, be on the podium all year. If you get second points, that awesome because you're going to come in with the target on your back next year. I'll put okay. Um, this is this might be a, a, a wild get, whatever, but uh, I'll say he wins the title next year. I I could see it. I really could see it if he stays it, which I'm pretty sure he's staying at PC. And if he continues to build, he stays he with Nick Way. You know, like I yeah, he's you know he his trajectory is is looking good. Yeah, because if you next year, if you if yeah. Next year, I don't think who's going to beat him. Who's going to be in the class next year, really? Uh, well, I mean, you know, a bunch of the same guys. Like it's, you know, I, I mean, I think Martin. I, honestly, like I told you earlier, I think J Mart pulls out Supercross, yeah. gets healthy, Which goes and wins outdoor title, and rides hard. and rides two fifty Supercross next year. I mean, I just like zero points right now. Yeah, I, I just I, I feel like that his shoulder is hurt more than he's kind of letting us know. Yeah. But by his post, you know, and I think he was just putting that out there, like you know. I'm not going to tell everybody how hurt it is, but it's hurt. And I, I think he's going to – that's just my opinion on what I think is going to happen. And if, yeah. I, if I'm in his shoes, that's what I would try to be leaning towards. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so with March Banks, um, I, I feel like, you know, he, was con- he wasn't he was like blazing fast speed-wise. He was kind of more like he was consistently putting in laps – and getting faster at the end, and he yeah. he, he got guys that way, yeah. um, and you know I think he can do that all year. I just don't know that he's going to have that speed to be able to full on like to beat Jacob and beat McAdoo and beat those guys straight up. Mm-hmm. Um, and and maybe and, uh, and I'm gonna yeah, and his lack of resources. I think he's going to get them when like I think Daytona. I would put him not just because he won it last year, but like. His stature, and then you have three Atlantas that are like Daytona. I think he's got that that kind of. Yeah, but I don't. I I just don't know that I see him beating Jay Coop straight up. I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Maybe we'll see. I mean, it, there's only been one round. We'll we'll see this weekend at Daytona. But um, oh, my surprise of the of the race, Jalik Swole. Oh yeah, dude, he was good. Yeah, he was really good. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, I was not like if he would have got tenth. Yeah, okay, I expected that. But dude, he was really like, he was third for a long time. Yeah, he was really really good. Mm-hmm. Definitely a surprise. Mm-hmm. Anything else two fifty wise that stood uh, out to you? Oh yeah, I got a question for you. I wrote it down like mid race because I knew this. Was- All right, so you can tell Grayson's really young because he says I wrote it down. Pulls his phone out and looks in his notes. Okay, That's okay. writing it down for you, kids. Okay, what do you want me to do? Pull out my freaking scroll. I want you to re- I want no. you to I want you to reach in your front shirt pocket yeah. and pull out your handkerchief that you wrote on at the, at the diner earlier. I don't even, I don't even know ask Mr. Graham tomorrow. <laughs> I'm gonna make you ask him tomorrow. <laughs> no, he already explains <laughs> me most of the time. Anyway. <laughs> uh, is the West Coast? Is it squirrely or was it just like squirrely because like first race nervousness? Dude, I don't know. But or was there just a bunch of young kids out there that like have lack of inexperience? That I'm going to say it was a combination of you got a lot of young guys that are, you know, their experience level is lower. 
you got a lot of young guys who are on somewhat privateer bikes and stuff. Yeah. And those guys are just going for it. They are just absolutely, I don't care. I'm going for it because I got to prove something to somebody. I got to shut, you know. And really, that's kind of the wrong mentality because if you get hurt at round one and you're out, well, then everybody forgets about you. So you need to be there at the end when everybody else got hurt and be the guy squeaking in a, you know, fifth yeah. at the in the last round because that gets remembered more. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, I, I, like I said, I, a lot of it, you know, was to do with that. These kids are just going for it. That it's, like I said earlier, it was really deep. And what I mean by that, like, it probably wasn't any more deep top five wise than what the East started out as, but from sixth to 25th was like all almost the same. Yeah. Um, like almost the same guy. Like if, if you told me last year, Jalik Swole, Jordan Bailey, I'm probably picking Jordan Bailey. Yeah. And Jalik got, yeah, yeah, yeah. did he get fourth? Yeah. He got fourth and Jordan Bailey didn't make the main. So I'm like, you had so many of these guys that were this like, you know, they're, they're not, there's not a lot of difference in them. Yeah. And I feel like when you have that, um, you're always in a battle. So these guys are always in a battle. And when they're young and they're hungry and they're trying super hard, they're, they're hanging it out. Mm-hmm. And it you're, that, that's what you get, you know, yeah. when you're, and, and really. Like the, LC, the LCQ was probably the best race in the entire Yeah. Time. But see, like when you get, you know, some of your 450 guys or some of your 250 guys that have been there for a while. Say they don't have it that race, that heat race. They don't have it that night or whatever. Well, they'll let one or two guys pass them and just take the eight. Some of these young kids are just that, that like, they're yeah. no, you're not passing me, and I'll crash and you know, yeah. and that's what they did. They, you know, that yeah. that's so that's kind of that would be my opinion on on what happened with yeah. that. There was like a bunch of rookies in there, and uh, which I showed on broadcast. I didn't realize how many there were, and then like. The whoops were were the whoops that bad. Those were those were dude. Why were, well, you, no, why did, were you blitzing them in the two fifty SEQ like master pull? Eight shit. So, Wendano, um, Smith, yeah, I would have been. Uh, I mean, I definitely would have been jumping them. But even yeah, even yeah. if at that level, so say I'm a guy like even like AC and like if I'm that even if I'm that level rider, I mean, look what Roxon and Coop and those guys were doing, dude. They were jumping, yeah. like it's. Sometimes you have to be smart enough and 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 let's not say smart enough, experienced enough to know that, okay, jumping is n- not quite as fast. It's just a hair slower, yeah. but it's way smoother and it's going to be consistent for the whole 15 or 20 laps. And you, you do that so you don't end up on the ground. You're not taking that chance. Yeah. And I, like the guys, if you looked, it was... I don't remember if it was before the 450 main or before the 250. Main. I think it was before the 250 main, and they were on the on the floor with Daniel Blair. He was at the whoops, and they showed him from back at the corner. Dude, they were like, they were the cups in them. They were cupped yeah. out so bad. Yeah. Well, what happens when they get cupped out like that, and you're trying to get on top of them? When your front wheel hits on it, it wants to roll back into the whoop. So if you're going slow enough, it your front wheel hits and it wants to roll back. And that's what causes that endo like that. Because it, it pretty much stops all your momentum and it's trying to make it go the opposite way. And that's why you got those where the guys they they didn't have enough momentum because they, they you know they didn't come in hot enough. They you know, they maybe hit a square edge early in the whoops and it slows some of their momentum down. So when they do hit like what AC did, and it pretty much just stopped and straight over. Yeah. Master Pool did the same thing. Yeah. That was because their front wheel dropped and hit. It hits right in that cup, and it roll. It tries to roll. It just play, completely stops and rolls the wrong way, and rolls down the whoop. So that's you know, and that's just that's a risk when you have two inches of non-cupped whoop. To, I mean, what's your chances of hitting that two inches every time? Yeah, you know, it's slim. super slim. So your chance. And I think that's why you see guys like Marv, Coop, even you even saw Kenny and those guys, they were jumping most every from lap. Like, from like the heat rate. Yeah. And it was because they're looking at it a at a consistency base, not at a not at a speed base. Cause yeah. if you notice in practice, they'll do lines a lot different because they're going for one hot lap. Yeah. And then when it comes when it comes race time, they've got different lines because they have race lines. Yeah. And that's just that's being smart and that's being a, a veteran and knowing, you know, having the experience and knowing. And these rookie kids you got, they, 
They don't know that. And they might know it if they sat down and watched it, but to know it while you're racing is different. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's just like, you know, I know a lot of stuff and sometimes I'm racing and I don't think about it. And, you know, and that's, you know, but that's, that's what happens. You know, you, you have to, and that's the more time you put on a bike. Well, the more you're aware of those kind of things and the more you're putting that in the back of your head and it's just, it all comes with time on a bike and, and experience. Yeah. So, um, let's, I guess we can get into the 450 main now. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, Cooper won. Yeah. I called that. Picked it in fantasy. I picked it in fantasy too. Yeah. Okay. We'll do a fantasy update here in a minute. So, Coop, Roxon, Roxon, yeah. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Was that not right? I don't even remember. No, it was Coop, Mar, Bam, Roxon, Tomac. No, Roxon, Anderson, Tomac. Yeah, that's right, because Coop gained a lot of points. Yeah. Tomac was... He got passed. Yeah. Goodbye, Tomac. You're retired. Go spend the... Oh, oh, yeah, because J.A. I picked J.A. for fifth in in Rocky Mountain, and he passed Eli. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And when I picked J.A., Grayson's like... J.A. 5th, there's no way. No way. J.A. 5th. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. You were like, there's no way he gets top five. No way he gets top five. Okay, well, I don't sound like that to begin with. Uh, yeah, no, Tomek's out of it. You're done. Sorry. Mm, I, I, I don't know what's wrong with that kid. I don't. With Anderson? Tomac. Oh, with Tomac. Who, who cares about Anderson? Um, I mean, I don't, I'm not hating on it. Kind of like it so, but. yeah, I mean, I don't, man, I don't, he's not the same level he was last year. I yeah. don't think, mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's getting, he's getting passed by guys at the end of races that shouldn't be guys that are passing him. And, and another thing like, man, Ken and Coop are really good right now. Yeah. Both really of them. Good. And, and they're, really and they're both consistent, you know, and I just, Eli, if well, you know, RC says that the series doesn't start till Daytona, so well, we'll see. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, you know, I just if even if Eli came out and he won this weekend and he went on a streak, he would have to hope for Roxon and Coop to not be second and third. Yeah, and that right now is yeah. you know, I mean, I would put that. On. I mean, that'd be hard. Yeah, that you know, so uh, that that would. We'll see. Uh, I mean, Daytona's going to be good. Daytona's always good. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be good. Yep. So, uh, you have any questions or mm-hmm. for the 450 class? Or are we just going to jump into – Grayson's like jumping at the bits for fantasy. Oh, God, I hate fantasy, but I love fantasy at the same time. Yeah, I'm kind of done with it. 450 was – big surprise was Tom Mac not getting around BAM super early. And then, well, game so, passed, and then game passed by Roxanne. Dude, Barsha is like, he is so good at upping his level. Yeah. He is stupid. He's better this year than he's been in the past because I think the bike's better for him. But, dude, he'll he'll just like, in the main, he'll, he'll settle into a second or third and then like a guy will catch up to him and then just, he just ups it up a little bit to where the guy can't pass him. And then next thing you know, he just settles in and, the, you know. Yeah. Nobody passes in him. I'm like, how in the world? Like, doesn't even qualify good. Doesn't have a good heat race. And the next thing you know, bam, second or third. Or, you know, and I'm like, that's kind of like, you know, because he would have had the uh, second, the week that uh, Freezy got him. Yeah. So, uh, no, it third, second, third. It no, it was it was a podium. It was either second or third. Oh, yeah. So, all right, let's do this fantasy deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, going to Pulp. Pulp Fantasy, number one, which, I mean, the top five. It's pretty close. It's been close all year. Within 51 points. So, top of the heat. So, wait, wait, wait. Start off first. Johnny Moore was winning. He was winning. He was winning after after 01. Yeah, it was him. It was was Moore. Not Moore. Johnny Moore, Steez, 426. That's Kerry. Kerry. Moeller, me. I was in fourth. I was in fifth. Yeah, and you're in fifth. And now after this, after 02, we have Moeller in first with 1852. Me in second, the best, 1830. Johnny Moore right chomping at the bit 
1827. He's going to block past you this race. <laughs> Carry at uh, 1820, and then you bring it up top five with 1801. Yep. I've been in fifth consistently just hanging there. I'm just, I'm just waiting for everybody else to make a mistake, and then I'll pounce. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, dude, I had six guys in the mains last week. Okay, you did good for fans. For having six guys I had in, six guys and got one ninety. I had all eight guys. I got two ten. Dude, oh, the two fifty class. My gosh, I was banging my head on the wall. Dude, it, it like I'm, I, these guys would crash. And I'm like, what are you doing? I have like butterflies starting the night. If my like, I'm scared if my guys don't make it. <laughs> I'm not scared. I'm just mad. I'm like. You know, because I play with industry idiots, guys, and, you know, they, they see, they know a lot of the riders and see, there's riders in the league, and, you know, Dan always reaches out to us and, like, you know, this stays between us, don't say anything to the riders, but <laughs> F those guys, <laughs> you know, each week he's like, he sends some pretty funny emails about it, and, uh, but, yeah, the, yeah, oh, man. And then, uh, and in six, we have D-Dub, 119. Who, That's uh, Dan Welburn. Okay. He the was, guy that painted my helmet. He was there. He was yeah, a Golden Pine. Yeah. yeah. He, he was on Cal Cycle. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, y'all share the same number. Yeah, I saw him on Cal Cycle. Were you mad? Were you, like, going to go try and take him out? Like, this he's got my number. I'm going I'm to show him who's the boss. I, no, I, he's, I, I think he's pretty Yeah, he's, he's pretty good. Saturday, he's he made Loretta's last uh, last year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, 40 plus 40. Oh no! Plus fifty, plus fifty. He had just turned fifty. Yep. Yeah. But he was—he was one of the guys that, like, at Golden Pines, like I was riding with, and I—I uh, would catch him, and then like all of a sudden they would like almost drop me. Like I would—I couldn't catch him at all. Like it was so weird. I'm like, oh my god, these vet guys are hauling, and like I was doing jumps they weren't, and they were. Yeah, just, don't underestimate the vet guys. Yeah, especially the the plus thirty vet guys. Yep, especially them. It's the next pro class. Yeah, and then that's the future. Then you got T Bone three thirty. He's seventh. Two smoking and eighth. Cade and uh, ninth. Uh, Carl Bone and Carl Bone thirty four and tenth. T Jones nineteen and eleventh. Mac and twelfth. Mac, come on. He he texted me when we did the last one. We talked about. It. He's like, yeah, I didn't know about the All Stars. I think. <laughs> He's like, now he knows. So, watch him. He's on the come up. Then you got your boy. Yeah, and he'll be at the race. So, maybe oh, he'll have some. He will. Yeah, they're leaving. Well, they're not leaving until Friday, he told me. But Yeah, so hopefully he gets some inside. Yeah, you're going to text him and be like, hey, who looks good? <laughs> I don't think they're going to be there early enough for any of the day stuff, from what he was telling me. So. Oh, yeah. And then you have uh, your boy, 13th, Josh Fury. Yeah, well, he was doing the same thing. Okay. He was he was picking all stars. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, I didn't know. I'm like, oh my gosh. To, okay, then do you not read the instruction? I'm not. I'm gonna be nice. <laughs> Josh can't read, so I got to be really nice about that. <laughs> yeah, like knowing his job, I bet he can. He's driving. He drives around in a truck on the airport, shooting birds. Like, just I don't think he even does anything. I really honestly, don't I don't think I. I think he. I. I mean. Who knows if – I mean, I guess they pay him, but, what, you know. What, what, what airport is he? Uh, Jackson uh, – hold on. Let me get it right. It's Jackson International, but uh, it's Jackson Medgar Evers uh, something. I'm going to call there's it. Some, there's something else, but a bunch, you know. I'm going to call it airport and, like, report and just like, that. yeah, your, your manager kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he rides around. Yeah. He rides around in the truck and sleeps all day. That's Yes, and then you have Crowder, and I think Crowder's doing the same thing. He only has eight hundred and thirty points. He has to be doing that. I, Mac, I don't see a Mac. We shouldn't ask him. We bought that bike. Yeah. Why? Is, why is he trash at fancy? All right. So what's uh, what what are the like Rocky Mountain? Mm, Rocky, uh, Rocky Mountain. I hate Rocky Mountain. Uh, Rocky Mountain. We have uh, MXer two thirty. Ding 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 ding. Three fifty five. You have Mac. 328, me 307. I mean, that's still pretty tight. 50 points. You can't get it as fast as Pulp, but I mean, you can put out a chunk of 10 or 20 each round. And you got Cade in fourth, Jimmy Sean in fifth, and uh, Ant Man 52, six, bring up the rear. What are you overall? 
overall rank, you're 5,437. Yeah, I'm in second in the other league I'm playing in with and, a bunch and, of Mississippi motocross guys. And Andy is 66,000. <laughs> yeah, so the uh, – the um, I'm playing in the uh, Mississippi Motocross League that Dan Welburn started a few years back, and I'm in second in it. So I just need to keep it up. Keep money? it up. Yeah, we paid like twenty five bucks, I think, each. I think something like that. I think we should put money in this. Next year, we're gonna put money in the shop. Dude, I pay money for all of them. I'm gonna be broke. You're broke. You. I remember when we went to Red Lens. You, you wanted uh, uh, for the national. <laughs> You're trying to get service. I mean. Uh, you're like, I don't know if I'm going to pay for the industry and then like another league. And I'm like, you're like, it's like $100 each or something. And then I wake up in the morning, you're like, you're like yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, can't, I mean, I can't, I'm just it's like an addiction, man. I does, can't. Does, I can't. Your, does your wife listen to me? No. Oh, yeah. You, I was like, you just dropped $100. And you're like, no, it wasn't two. It was 100 I thought you put, you put it. You, Pay for something else too. No, I already I was already playing pulp. I pay for that at the beginning of the year. I just had to re up, like it's a hundred dollars for Supercross and a hundred dollars for Motocross to play Industry Idiots. Yeah. So you have to, you know. Yeah. So you like pay some? It's like me paying somebody to come and beat me up. It's like pretty, pretty much, yeah, why, pretty why much. I pretty much throw my money away. <laughs> yeah. Because one day I'll win, and even <laughs> though I paid six grand over years of doing this, I might win my six grand back. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> no, you'll probably win like four and I'll be like, yeah, suck it, Paul. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, and then we have our other little handwritten little league deal oh, we yeah, do. I, I have it. I, um, Bacon. Yeah. So this is where we we picked it. We picked our. Uh, we did like a draft, like you do NFL stuff, mm-hmm. and and we have our team. That's our team. You don't get to change it each week. It's just that's your team. So. Well, it's because you got all those Cowie guys. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the AC's out now, so yeah, and you're you're gonna. I, I can't pick up anybody. Not that's gonna be where he's at. Yeah, I know. I was gonna, I was gonna draw, I should have took that trade. I was gonna trade. I was gonna trade AC for like Wilson or somebody. I should have done it. Should have traded AC for Brayton. He probably would have done that. Yeah. All right. So uh, our series results for that. I'm winning four sixty three. Mickey, who knows nothing about dirt bikes other than we work on them, is uh, in second with 455. Uh, Schmash the Blake Baggett fan, Josh, he's in third with 416. Grayson is in fourth with 411. And Cade is, well, Cade had Sexton, and Sexton went out, and Cade has 248 points. His season's over. <laughs> He's had a rough fantasy. Yeah, but I mean, he has Osborne and Sexton, and Osborne has not been good, and Sexton crashed and went out. So, I mean, it's like he got, he really got the short end of the stick on it. So, that is cycling gear. Not since I've lived up here. Five years? Yeah, I probably don't fit in that anymore. No, I'll probably still fit in it. I'm still about the same size. Yep. All right. It's uh, it's late. Grayson's past Grayson's bedtime. He's got to go to work in the morning. He's got to be spunky when he gets there. So, all right, everybody, uh, like the Shop Moto Pod on Instagram, Facebook. Give us a follow if you don't follow. Give us a listen. Give us a share so other people can hear it and we can get some more listeners and get some more stuff going on this thing. All right, we're out. Wait, wait, wait. What, enjoy, what? enjoy my song. I'm gonna play this song. I'm into like the new punk. You kind of got me into the new punk rock. I like this new song. Okay, we'll we'll close to Grayson's new punk rock song. So, all right, later.